because, because, the silent P said so, because, the silent P said so. A E W. I swear, AEW literally starts strong every single week, whether it is a tag team match, whether it is a six man tag team, whether it is what we got this week, the match, the first debut match of Christian Cage on AEW, on AEW Dynamite versus Kazarian. It's just, they know how to get me excited. They know how to get me excited for the match. I mean, for the show, the moment it starts before the show is even over, they know how to get me excited for next week's show. And that is a damn delightful thing. My name is Tyler Switchdown. I am the Silent P. You are watching The Cool Company. You are watching Cause the Silent P said so on The Cool Company. Thank you for checking out this YouTube page. Thank you for checking out this YouTube video. If you are feeling what you're watching, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell notification to stay in tune with all the rest of the videos that we make. We make wrestling content like this. All of the episodes of Cause the Silent P said so can be found right here. But we also make different types of content. Go check out the Saturday morning synopsis teaser, which is out. Now let's get into eight cool things that happened and this a E W dynamite because the silent P AEW is literally like the closest thing that I have to a soap opera at the moment. I look forward to it every week, you know, I, whether it's dark, whether it's dark elevation, I am completely into it. I feel like I am always behind on being the lead. I don't follow Sammy's podcast. Uh, excuse me, YouTube blog, um, but it gets me excited. You know, it's truly like Sunday night football. It's a Super Bowl at least once a month. So it was really incredible to see how this week's AEW went down. Um, God, it's just where do I start? Uh, let's get into the top eight things. John Moxley and his incredible promos. It's just a feel natural, unscripted violence. This man truly, truly, he lives up to what his t-shirt says, which not everybody always does. But John Moxley's promos, they just get me excited. They get me hyped. We all were craving, absolutely craving the Kingston lineup with uh, team up with John Moxley and it ended up being even better than we could have ever expected you know seeing them be start off as the damaged pissed off angry people who can therefore work their way up to get the tag team it's just incredible also John Moxley just feels strong and present despite him not being directly in the title position I mean granted he's still beefing with Kenny Omega. They have that fight next week. But it doesn't feel like he is the only thing gunning for the title. Even though Kenny Omega and Johnny Moxley are still beefing. And that's just fun. It feels good. I'm into it. Damn, I love AEW Dynamite. Call me a Mark. Call me. I'm, in, I'm down for it. Call me a Mark Calloway. But I'm so into it. I also think that I'm starting to fall for Red Velvet. That's going to be number two on this list because 
one i'm really understanding that she's spanish i don't know i don't know what her accent is but she's obviously maybe dominican or i shouldn't even assume because um, i don't know but one it just makes me resonate with her more um because they definitely were kind of treating her like just a little mini brandy and just knowing that she has an accent and that she has her own heritage uh makes her stand apart and i think that she's probably really good at promos she's really good at getting me enamored she's really good at finding a way to get us into her character and I mean, down from the name, I mean, it's really what it is. It was really the opening up from her and allowing her to give, a, uh, allowing us to see her in that video package, allowing her to get some time to really speak for herself that I think took us to the complete, absolute next level. And I love it. I'm also very much into the Nightmare family, QT Marshall. Marshall, you have to say it like that because uh, everybody else does. Uh, QT Marshall, Nightmare Family, Light versus Dark. You know, I don't know, do we have a new version of the Nightmare Collective? So it, what it seems like is they always had this plan that they wanted the Nightmare Collective to have a heel side and a baby face side. Uh, Brandy seemed like she was the person who was supposed to lead up the heel side and it went terribly wrong. So now they found this way for Lee Johnson to introduce this QT Marshall storyline. Um, and it's really dope that we're get, finally, I'm so excited to see Anthony Ogogo in the ring for the first time because I have really grown a relationship with him on AEW Dark. I think my favorite color commentary duo is Taz and Excalibur because they just, they feel like friends to me. I'm down for it. I'm always into it when I hear them speaking. And Anthony Ogogo being part um, of the desk with them has really allowed him to bounce off of their banter and therefore make me feel really grow a strong bond with him too. So I'm so excited that he's actually going to debut. You know, they've, they've allowed, created a outlet for me to create this bond, create a friendship <laughs> with these performers before they've even gotten on the, uh, before they've even gotten, gotten into the ring and I've only heard them speak. And I think that's incredible. Almost, if not equally as incredible as what Chris Jericho and is doing with the inner circle and MJF is doing with the pinnacle and what the two groups will absolutely do together. Everything Chris Jericho does feels like a film. It feels like a movie. It's uh, it's almost to the point that it's campy, almost to the point that it's too much, but that's kind of what makes it so strong. The fact that this segment where the pinnacle fought the inner circle and every single person in the pinnacle uh, got one of those big high spot moments. There was a person going through the massage table. There was a person going through the ice bath. It was uh, Dax, I think it was Dax getting completely ripped open. Um, there was the swirly at the end. There was MJF going into the vending machine at the end. Like it feels like, and, and the camera literally cuts from one to the next like a film and it works so well. It's 
embracing all of the goofiness, but also all of the seriousness and also all of the trickery and magic of wrestling all in one. And I can't wait to see where it's going. You know, I love that Chris Jericho, every six weeks, he can just change his character and completely change your feelings on him. It was just a few weeks ago, he was beating up the Young Bucks father, and now he's the baby face, and we want to see him take over. I also am so happy that I think this will be Santana and Ortiz's time to really show themselves in AEW because they've really kind of just been lackeys for the past almost two years, and they are one of the greatest tag teams in the world. And FTR also is, and they have that title. So I think by incorporating them into that, we'll just start having the conversations that we should have always been having about Santana and Ortiz, about Proud and Powerful. And now I just want to see a trio between Young Bucks, FTR, and Santana and Ortiz. I realize that that doesn't include, I mean, yeah, I just want to see that as a six-man triple threat tag team match. I won. Give it to me, Tony Khan. You probably will one day because so far, you've been giving me everything that I need. On the subject of Young Bucks, I haven't really been super crazy about their... Heel, uh, not even about the because they're not really heels. Um, I just haven't been like crazy about their characters recently. Obviously, the matches are always incredible. I will always watch a Young Buck match and I will always be into it. Um, but I haven't been absolutely enamored by their characters as of recently. Um, I'm drawn, I'm interested in the story, but I'm not drawn to it, let's say. Um, but I do think that that might turn around with Don Callis's promo this week. I think Don Callis, the invisible hand, he is the person who's really narrating this story, uh, giving the tone, giving the direction to us as the audience, as the characters, so that we keep up with it. But he's also adding the emotion to it. You know, I'm seeing him gold i'm seeing him manipulate him as he's speaking as he's telling his own stories it feels just like the interviews that he does it feels like when he's on new japan and it feels it, it feels like an insider touch you know i i don't want to compare it to dave Meltzer, but it's almost as if like it's like when dave Meltzer speaks when you're like all right this guy speaks to people on the inside and he knows a different side of it than i know it don callis gives every segment of this fight that credibility and i and i truly appreciate that um and this it's a magical time in wrestling i was gone for you know most of my life i you know i was interested for the beginning of my life gone and now i come back and when i got back in five six might be even seven years ago at this point I learned what the what the wrestling world looks like. I learned what the borders are. I learned how things work. I never thought of it like that as a kid. And now all of the rules, everything that I've learned is out the window. You know, AAA here with Impact. Impact here with AEW. And the forbidden door is open. Tony Khan is living up to his name. 
and uh, so and I don't know if you saw um because I don't know if you watch Impact as well but he's like getting really healed and the Impact commercials that they're still filming that hype AEW Dynamite so I'm I'm loving that he's still not a character on AEW but we are seeing him encompass and become this figment inside of the wrestling industry in the same way that Vince McMahon is. When we speak about Vince McMahon, we're not only speaking about him as the businessman, we're speaking about this whole composite, this whole entity that he is. And I think Tony Khan is really establishing himself as that, as the wrestling industry, not only by bringing all of these companies together to work on national television, not behind the scenes, not at live shows, but on national television, um, I don't remember how I was going to finish that but just by being awesome that's what he's doing um, and the six man tag was absolutely nuts because if there's one thing that AEW knows how to do it's incredible six man tags where the rules go out the window and you just give me amazing amazed balls action for 10 8, 12, 15 minutes 30 minutes on a pay-per-view and I'm so into it I'm so into it. Next week, Johnny John Moxley and the Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. The week after, we had Laredo Kid, Seto Miedo, Penta, and Phoenix. It's just, it's it's incredible. It's it's so fun. Switch. <sighs> All right, let's keep getting back to it because, oh, you know, before we actually speak about Switch. Arcade Anarchy, I should also admit that aside from me crushing on Red Velvet, I had an absolute huge crush on Tate Conti too. <sighs> and I really like that you know, despite Anna J not being in the picture anymore, they've really found a way to mix the men's and women's division. Not like we need it, but it is cool. It feels like true faction um, because they've been able to really attach Tay Conti to Dark Order without having her join the Dark Order by using Negative One, who seems to have the exact same feelings that I have about Tay Conti. Um, and then now it's all connecting to the Matt Hardy new faction. What is it? The Matt Hardy office? Damn it. Matt Hardy family office. Oh, I lost it. Um, but having that all mixed together is incredible. So I have a crush on Tate Conti. I have a crush on Red Velvet. It's out there in the world. I love, oh, and Thunder Rope. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. RK Anarchy. It was a sick name and oh, it was fun. It was so fun. You had Legos, you had whack uh whack Uh the Pixie song is incredible. It's I it's this this thing that Tony Khan is starting to do. First with Jungle Boy. Now with Orange Cassidy getting the Pixie song. It it's it it feels like it's not supposed to happen but also it makes all of the rules which are basically the wwe rules that we've gotten accustomed to it's throwing them 
out the window. And this match was literally the closest thing to a full-out brawl inside of an arcade, which is what you expect from your music, uh, which is what you expect from your video games, which is what a childhood fantasy looks like, which is what I would put into my own action movie. And every single one of the gimmicks that I would have thought of, they did. And it's absolutely incredible. Miro looked incredible. The return of Chris Statlander was incredible. The return of Trent was incredible. The return of Sue and her van was absolutely incredible. If you were watching something during this match, then you did not get the full effect of it. You gotta go back, you gotta put your stuff down, and you gotta watch it again. Because it's just fun, it moves from step to step, everything makes sense, and it's fun. How many times can I use that, that word? Is there any other word that I need to use? So overall, if there's one thing that AEW knows how to do, it is to get young talent over Red Velvet, Sammy Guevara, Laredo Kid, Santana and Ortiz, which may not be that young. I'll include them. Lee Johnson, Mike Camarota, uh, Anthony of Gogo, Hook, who hasn't wrestled and barely even spoke, spoken. Take Conti, Jurassic Express, Bear Country, who they're going to have a match next week. And we saw Godzilla and King Kong promo. I didn't even get into that. Um, Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford, The Bunny, which maybe, again, not, I don't even know her age. She might not be the oldest. She might be doing this for a while. But people don't know her. Ricky Starks, who I fell in love with at NWA. And it's just, is doing the best work I've ever seen him do right now. Cesar Vanoni, Chris Statlander. They know these are all pe mostly people who 18 months ago I had no idea who they were. And I feel strongly, extremely strongly about almost all of them. Cesar Bononi, out of the whole list, is probably the person who I have the least attachment to. And I learned this week that he is saving money for a fundraiser for something for his wife. In real life, I don't know the details, excuse me, but it makes me like him even more. It makes me excited to see the bad to the bone tattoo across his belt. And I'm happy that after being leaving NXT, he has been able to find greener grass. They make me love these people that I did not even know before. And this is not even the elevation show. There's a show called that. And then there's another show not called that that also does that. Damn it, I love AEW. I hope that this renaissance, well, it's not, the renaissance cannot last for the next 50 years, but I hope I just always have this love for AEW. You know, it's the same feeling that I have for Dustin Rhodes, where I'm like, bro, I've known you forever, and I just want to see you keep shining. I want to see you keep growing. I want to see you keep building. I hope I feel like that about wrestling forever. The same way I'm starting to feel about QT Marshall knowing all that he does. Same way that I want to see Miro have a height in his career to reach a climax in his career that he has yet to reach. Same for the best friends. Same for Sue, Trent's mom. It's, it's great. I see you is great. Christian Cage is great. AW Dynamite. It's the best show. 
on Wednesday night television. Yes, it's my favorite, but it is also the best. And I can say that 100% confident. Because this is because the Silent P said so. I am the Silent P. Thank you for watching. Like I said in the beginning, I'm Tyler Switchdown, the Silent P. Make sure you follow my personal social media. Make sure you follow the cool company on social media. Make sure you follow and subscribe to this YouTube page. Click that bell notification so you can stay tuned with all of the videos that we put out. If you enjoyed this, I have new merch out. Uh, the cool company has new merch out. They're all connected because everything I do is through the cool company. I got new music out. You can check out my Twitch. You can check out my TikTok if you're into that kind of stuff. And check out the rest of the videos that we have. We have a playlist of all the Custom Silent Be Said So videos. And we also have a playlist of some of the new videos that you haven't seen called Cool TV. So check it out. And also check out the Seriously Cool website, seriouslycool.com. We're just really passionate about all of this. And I'm really passionate about AEW Dynamite, as you can tell. Have a good week. Be productive. Enjoy yourself. Like a little K-pop. Wait, hold on. Gotta get it right. Is that it? Gotta get it right. <laughs> because, because, the silent P said so. Because, the silent P said so. Seriously? Cool. That's like so cool. Seriously? 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 Cool.